It's hard to write an intro about 2020 without it being depressing, but here on Slice of Disney, we're trying to keep it positive. Instead of focusing on all of the rides we couldn't go on, we're taking a look back at the highlights, our favorite moments of magic throughout the year, and what's coming up next for our little podcast that could. This week on Slice of Disney, our year in retrospect. Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. And I'm your co-host, Will Lentz, uh, occasional Disney-goer and real-life cooking class attendee. Are you really? Yeah, I went to a cooking class over uh, the holiday, uh, over Christmas. On Zoom, I hope. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> yes, it was done through Zoom. Um, oh, I was with. Tell me about it. I was with my sister, um, and we were in the same kitchen, and we prepped a uh, a roast. It was a standing rib roast with a side of truffle thinned potatoes. Um, it was super good. We have a we grew up down the street from a Top Chef uh, runner up, Sarah Bradley, and um, she has her own restaurant in Paducah, and she was offering up uh, virtual it's cooking delicious. classes. It's delicious. Uh, yes, it's very good. Um, and she was offering these kind of virtual cooking classes, and we thought it would be fun. Uh, I will say heading into it was not into the idea because it was like on Christmas Day. It was the only time we could take it. Uh, there was so much stuff going on. Um, it just was like, oh, this is one more thing we have to do. And there's so many ingredients that need to go into this. Uh, but then once it got rolling, it was so much fun. I would love to sign up for another one with her, and the food was amazing. Um, I'm at the very least going to make those uh, truffle fennel potatoes again because um, they're pretty easy and super great. So that's me. How was your wow. uh, How was your whole Christmas experience? Well, it's funny you say that. Um, one, I'm excited for today because you're just going to – we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. Uh, no prep needed. Just Will and I chilling. So if you don't like us, turn it off. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> um, I actually have somewhat the same thing to say to you. Last week while we're recording, Will's just like, yeah, I'm going to challenge you to do a bake-off. And I'm like, really? Really, Will? You don't think I have enough going? Yeah. I was like, oh, no. But uh, ended up having a really fun time. Um, we made funnel cakes. I am about to, when we finish recording, post that online so that you can see Will's is so stinking cute. Mine was more like pretty. Yours was pretty. I don't have cute, you know, adorable nephews and nieces to make cute things with me. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I weaponized the cuteness of the children for oh, totally. sure. You you I was like, dang it, <laughs> you have cute <laughs> tiny children that helped you. Um yeah. <laughs> It was um, very fun. But it is funny how um, I feel like 2020, you're constantly looking for fun things to do. 
and unique experiences to keep your mind and body occupied. But then when it comes to doing it, you're like, I don't want to do it because doing things feels like more work this year. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sometimes it just feels like you're just doing enough just to get to the end of the day. Um, But then you do it and you're like, wow, this was so much fun. I had a great time. Yeah. It's it's interesting, right? I I feel like... You know, I wonder how much of it's going to uh, stick around with us, too, because like the virtual cooking class thing was super fun. I'm sure they already were doing some of them uh, pre-pandemic, but now it just makes a ton of sense. Like, it's very easy there. I actually think I preferred it more cooking from my own kitchen than I would have going into like a place with a bunch of strangers and having to park and all that kind of stuff. It was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'm in here for two hours. I get to drink the wine that I got. And, uh, and you know, I, at the end of the day, I have this amazing food at, at my own table. Well, two questions about it. One, do you have to go buy the ingredients yourself and find them all? Yes. I mean, that is true. That is a part of it that makes it more difficult. But then you have like leftovers so you can make it again. Because that's the thing. Anytime I've taken a cooking class you go, but because they're not a kitchen or something, like there's rules behind it. You can't bring the food with you, so you just have to eat a, as you just have to eat as much food as possible while you're there. Because then they're like, "Yep, we're just gonna throw it all away," and you're like, "Well, that seems not great." <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. The only other time I've taken a class was in Thailand, and um, and that was kind of like. You know, there wasn't a lot else going on in that uh, area of town anyways. So it was just kind of like, oh, it's like eat the food here and then you go back to the beach. Um, So that it wasn't a place for me to take leftovers to really. Um, So it kind of worked out. Uh, But I can I can imagine that taking it like in downtown L.A. is probably not the most fun. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I just made this delicious pasta. May I have it, please? And they said, nope, you can't. Very rude of them. Instead, frankly. we'll make you eat as much as you can and get a tummy ache. <laughs> <laughs> not not the ideal uh, ending outcome. No, um, so I'm glad that you enjoyed that. Yeah. So, uh, what was your? Uh, how was your Christmas? Oh, my my Christmas is great. We my family is really big on traditions. So we um, outside of our big traditions that um, extended family is a part of. It was just my immediate family this year. Um, which was fun and different, but we stuck with our big things like, you know, all of us wrapping presents last minute. Um, and, <laughs> of course. Uh, getting my mom, like, getting us matching PJs and everyone being perturbed about our pajamas. And then my mom being like, well, enjoy them because this is the last year of it. And us being like, yeah, okay. And me, like, taking a million and a half pictures and... um that never will see the light of day. It's just for my family. Mm-hmm. But it's that kind of thing has been fun. Um, me and my brothers leave out cookies and milk for Santa. Good. Every year. Do you, not, do you leave out carrots for the reindeer? Oh, uh, you know what? We haven't done that in a while. Uh, I know. It's kind of messed up if you ask me. Well, did you this year? Yeah, of course I did. Oh, man. <laughs> Wanna- I wouldn't have asked that you- question if I couldn't have said that I did it. <laughs> true um we uh we spend time um opening presents and i think that for my family um we all love you know giving gifts to each other and so we take our time like one we each take a turn opening one thing so everyone like yeah gets gets that time to think and um that we really love doing that so this year um it was very thoughtful 
um, you could tell people put a lot of time um, into caring for each other. Then we do a big breakfast, hang out. Um, I did a little, oh, I did something I've never done before. What was that? I did Instagram Live. <laughs> cool. I, great, <laughs> great Christmas tradition. Well, I felt sad. Because I thought it was going to of... be like, I baked holiday cookies. Like, I did an no, Instagram Live. No, well, it's because a lot of people were alone. Sure. And I was sad about it. And I had, uh, like, talked to some um, people on Instagram. They said, you know what? Like, I would love if you would do this. So I was like, okay. And I did it, and it was really fun. And it was fun to see what other, you know, hear what other people were doing on Christmas. And that's cool. I missed yeah. it. it. Usually, it'll notify me when people go live. Maybe it was just like it was Washington like, Kelly did something. Other, I was like, yeah, get it off my phone. Get get out of here. I don't. I hear see from her that. enough. <laughs> this is true. I was probably like texting you right before and right after. Probably um, so. <laughs> um, well, we that's a- fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that's what we wanted to try to focus on today was like, let's look at the good, the highlights of the year, um, things that we enjoyed, uh, both that are associated with this podcast and that aren't. Um, But one thing that I did want to ask, I think, uh, you know, I think coming into this, you knew a lot about Disney and I knew very little. Um, I knew a decent amount about podcasting and you did not know as much. Uh, So I would like to know. I knew nothing. (laughs) I didn't want to, I didn't want to say it, but I figured I'd let you say it. Uh, I wanted to ask, like, what's one thing that you've learned about podcasting this year uh, that either surprised you or was interesting or I don't know, like, what's something you learned about it? Oh, well, uh, one thing is hard to narrow down because there's a lot, um, including like even the volumes, because once Will and I weren't together, I had to start paying attention to this stuff. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, That's true. Yeah, I got. Mostly what I got for Christmas this year was podcast equipment. So I have committed this podcast is going nowhere. (laughs) Um, If if I'm being honest with you, you know, so I'm an actor. I'm used to getting a set of lines, um, becoming a character, um, and truly giving myself over to that person. Of course, there's parts of me in that, but it's... I'm becoming a different human whose life experience is different than Kelly's, you know? And with podcasting, you know, I was so nervous when we started. And part, I, you know, I haven't gone back to listen to some of our first episodes because I'm nervous. <laughs> and I know I was proud of myself for getting it done. But the ability to be comfortable being myself, knowing that other people are listening and um, enjoying the fact that we're just talking and getting relaxed with that, that's definitely the biggest thing that I've learned. Well, that's great. That's a good thing to learn. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of, uh, I think it was Bill Simmons, who is a pretty pretty big pioneer within the podcasting space that described, like, the right podcast host is someone that, like, you enjoy hanging out with, um, the, that the listener enjoys hanging out with. So it really is, does kind of become a reflection of who you are. Um, so I think the fact that you're more comfortable with it is great. Yeah, I mean, Will's had, you've had a level of comfortability since the beginning. I'm a comfortable um, person. Yeah. It's like my my only trait. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> chill. Number two, redhead. The end. Yeah, pretty <laughs> That's much. It. That's um, pretty much it. I'm, it's, it's not that I was like afraid to be myself. I think it's just I'm used to having a per- like a layer of protection. Sure. And this is me, one, being vulnerable, being like, Hey, I've had this obsession with Disney and nowhere to put it. How do I? 
<laughs> how do I put it out there? And right. in a way that I think other people might enjoy. So it's been like, it's been scary, but it's been so fun. Good. I'm glad that you've had a good time with it. Yeah. This feels like really intimate and like, I, this is the kind of thing I'm so corny all the time and Will just like is so sweet and puts up with it. And so this is a little glimpse of that. <laughs> yeah, I try. Um, Will, that's a good question. So I'm going to flip it back on you. But in reverse, you knew about podcasting. You were only okay with Disney. How has your relationship changed with Disney? Uh, how's my relationship changed with Disney? Um, well, I feel more tied to it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've had some people ask me about like, uh, there's an assumption that people that then when I'm like, oh, I have a Disney podcast, uh, people are like, oh, you must like be obsessed with Disney. I'm like, not really. It kind of feels like someone that's like a sports journalist that is not really that into sports, but like that's their job. Um, and, and I kind of feel that relationship with it where it's like, I'm learning a lot about it, but it doesn't necessarily make me like a diehard fan. Um, but I, I kind of appreciate having that. I, I, I feel like I've learned a lot and I think there's a lot of really interesting stuff to it. Um, I think what has stood out for me um, as I've learned more has been like the, the human element of the people that are part of it, uh, whether that is Walt or uh, Mark um, or Peter, uh, people that we've had the pleasure of interviewing um, or, you know, Imagineers as we learn more about them, like, you know, Raleigh Crump, you know, learning about like the people <laughs> that Crump. are involved. Yeah. Raleigh uh, learning about the people that are involved um, has been very interesting to me. Um, and so, you know, I think as far as Disney, the brand, I've definitely learned a lot more, but I don't feel drawn or attached to that. But the people that have helped build that brand or that are like you and also very like enthusiastic about it, um, I'm finding that really interesting. So that's that's kind of how my relationship has changed and how I've become more of an appreciator, more able to appreciate uh, what the whole fan culture is. Ooh, wait till year two. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> no. I just invested in so much podcast equipment. <laughs> once I once I can once I can finally go back outside and be around other people, we'll we'll see. <laughs> I feel like it's just kind of a Stockholm syndrome kind of thing. Um, but I did want to ask, uh, you know, so you said that you haven't gone back and listened to some of the very early episodes, um, but you were still there when they were recorded. Oh, I, I listened to them when they first came out. I just haven't listened, like re-listened to them or anything. Okay. That makes sense. I want to know what your, what one of your favorite episodes was this year. And I am excluding the Haunted Mansion, the various Haunted Mansions ones we've done, uh, because I think that was an easy answer. I had a feeling you were going to do that. I had a feeling. Yeah. Okay. I think I have uh, two that I'm going to highlight, even though when I think, I mean, there's probably so many moments from different ones that uh, stick out to me. So I'm going to say Tower of Terror was super fun for me because it's also when I was geeked on. And that's also why interviewing Mark was so cool. He just, to me, he was like, like he was so fun to hang out with. <laughs> um, great hang. But I also, I really loved doing Everest. Hmm. Okay. Because it was a more modern roller coaster. There was a lot of tech involved with it, but also uh, learning about how much went into the imagineering of it and trying to bring up 
you know, scaffolding the entire episode uh, and driving Will crazy. Will's like, Kelly, this is not interesting. Be quiet. (laughs) I'm like, no, we will talk about scaffolding. (laughs) We have still yet to receive any uh, fan mail specifically talking about that. So I stand by my my statement. Oh, Um, man. I think I think mine's a little similar to that, and the one that I enjoyed was uh, maybe a little bit more off the beaten path in a way, but um, it's the Rock and Roller Coaster featuring Aerosmith. I thought that was a really fun episode. Oh, uh, that was really I, fun. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I mean, I I have some ideas, um, but I think just listening to it was really fun. Um, but then also, like, I think the enthusiasm that the band brought to the attraction um, kind of made the whole all the all the little little pieces of it more fun too. Um, and so that was one of the ones that I really enjoyed learning about. And also, like, I just think you know it was a fun episode to listen to. Yeah, I. It's funny they're both roller coasters because when we started, yeah, I was this, thinking that too. Yeah, because I thought like oh, roller coasters, like how are we going to make that interesting? Uh, not that roller coasters aren't interesting. It's just that neither of us are like my brother, um, and we right. both are like, oh, you know, the wushy wushy and the whirly twirly. Um, right, and they're also <laughs> and they're also not like deep deep in the Disney lore. It's not like a pirates where there's you know so much that's been associated with it or like. Um, you know, Frozen Ever After, which has been like, you know, the 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 movie and the IP is so huge. Um, these are two things oh, yeah. that are like a little bit, you know, Everest. People don't know that much about it, and rock and roller coasters a little different than what you might expect at, at, at a Disney park. And uh, yeah, I think they were fun. Speaking of holidays and rides and all the goodness, uh, my brother's girlfriend got him a Maelstrom uh, Fast Pass luggage tag. <laughs> that's very dorky and also very cool that is like the that is like so hardcore like you cannot get more specific than that i mean to be yes i mean you you're you're right you cannot <laughs> um i don't have a lot of room to talk because i got a dungeons and dragons cookbook so uh you know <laughs> that's amazing yeah, yeah yeah i'm very excited <laughs> to make some food out of it you could do your own cooking class your own uh, maybe I will. Maybe I will. I do think it would be fun to send like the recipe to people that I'm playing D and D with, and we can all make the same food. And because um, we, we play like online, obviously now, uh, and uh, recreate the experience of being at a table together. Yeah, I can't wait till we can all be together again. Yeah, it'll be fun. Hopefully in 2021. So one thing I did want to know about was what are some of our favorite moments of the year that aren't podcast relating. And um, I think there's a transition here. One of my favorite moments of this year has been playing Dungeons and Dragons with your family. Oh, is that really? I mean, kind of. Let's not give you too much credit. But uh, it, ha- it has been playing more D&D with friends. And I think also with you guys because you're also new to it. And it's fun to like, you know. There's the family dynamics of it, too. Uh, and sometimes, like, you've been together when you're in Georgia. Other times, it's like people are, you know, zooming in from, you know, where they are at work or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's been cool. I've obviously known you um, for a while, and I've heard of your family members. But getting to meet them a little bit more has been uh, – and see their personalities has been fun. Yay! It's Guys, I don't know um... – this is a Disney podcast, not a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but I have learned, I'm learning. It's really complicated. I'm like, uh, and my character, is, his name is Uncle Wilberth, and he is, because I, I had a different idea, and then I decided to just go hard, because Will is our DM, and it's Will's face on a fairy riding a bug. 
That's true. And I've uh, graciously not yet killed him. <laughs> it's and and uh, Uncle Wilberth was the winner of Survivor Pixelton, and <laughs> he he's like kind of scared of everything though, but he's like a survivor and he's really chill. So and he's a he's a bard for those of you D and D nerds out there like me, um, because he's <laughs> like po- a podcaster, right? And so he uh, uses. <laughs> Uh, his power of voice to cast spells and things. It's been it's been really fun. I'm glad that yeah. that's one of yours. Yeah. So one of my favorites um, outside of podcasting, because I would say that Slice of Disney and us working together with this has definitely been one of mine. But um, one of mine is actually where I am currently. <laughs> so I where am, is that? I'm currently recording from Kiowa Island in South Carolina. Um, it's a place that um, over the pandemic I've been able to come and uh, stay um, in a in a condo, and it's there's like nobody here, so you can feel very, very, very safe. And it's just been such an escape for me. I'm not very good at not doing things, and. <laughs> So being here a lot, like, I just feel like I can slow down for a little bit. And it's been teaching me lots of life lessons to, like, enjoy the moment and, like, be present and enjoy something for yourself. Like, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's been a lot of what we've kind of gone through. Uh, I think a lot of people have had that opportunity um, to have that kind of revelation and have and spend that kind of time uh, slowing down this year. Uh, for better or worse. Um, I think there's a lot of, you know, negative, obviously, there's a lot of really negative stuff that's happened within the pandemic, but there's a lot of positive stuff that's come from it that I don't think would have come around if we didn't have to be put through uh, this sort of um, trial, right? I don't like yeah. that word. Um, if we didn't have to go through this sort of experience. And uh, I think it's important to try to find the blessings and find find the, the positive uh, silver linings within within what's been going on. Um, oh, so, yeah. yeah yeah. I, that's, I mean, we said at the beginning of this, we've tried to make Slice of Disney as magical and positive as, and honest too. It's not like we're like blowing smoke, you know, but it it, it can be hard this year. And yeah. so this has been definitely a wonderful positive experience for me. Um, and 2020 is hard. We are not trying to take that away. We know how no, hard of course it was. Not. Yeah. We're just trying to focus on the good Um to bring a little more positivity because it's already filled with so much negativity. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You don't, you don't need us to tell you, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you don't tune into slice of Disney to hear people uh, talk about pandemic updates. There's I, plenty of other t- places you can get that. Um, <laughs> Today I was like on Twitter and I was like, okay, I just have to get off. This is, <laughs> this is yeah. stressing me out. <laughs> Absolutely. But there's also, you know, we, we've, we've, we've gotten this question a lot and we continue to get it throughout the year um about kind of like what are you watching you know obviously disney has a lot of facets to the company and they're putting a huge bet on the streaming service uh coming up disney plus um people have been asking a lot about it so is there anything you know in 2020 that you watch that you would recommend that people maybe haven't watched yet uh or anything that kind of new came out um what's what's been big on your uh, streaming recently watched uh category oh yeah i one i do i love when people ask us questions so 
Um, thank you for asking this because a bunch of you have um, asked about us doing, you know, if we did a D plus episode or like, you know, an episode on certain Disney movies. So this year, because of trying to stay happy and light, I've watched more Disney movies than I normally do because I do love Disney movies. I've seen them all. That is my bread and butter. But the parks are really where my knowledge is. Like, I'm not engrossed as much into the movies. Um, I've watched Hamilton a disturbing amount of times. Especially because it's so long. I'm like, how have I watched it this much? Or, like, I'll casually put on certain scenes. But when that musical came out, I I just didn't get it. I was like, why are people so obsessed with this? This seems strange. It doesn't make sense to me. And then after watching it this year on Disney Plus, I was like, oh my God, I'm a changed woman. I need it all the time on the beach today. That's funny. What did I have on my speakers? <laughs> I am so glad I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that. And then also just because of watching all the Disney movies saying, yeah, you know what? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, not a movie I've watched a million times. I'm going to put that on. Or... Um, Haunted Mansion the movie love me Haunted Mansion of course don't love me Haunted Mansion movie put it on anyway <laughs> sure sure what about you well I haven't watched Soul yet and I feel like I, I might watch it before I, this comes out I haven't either I've heard it's really good so I will probably watch it before the new year officially um, so that may be something that I, I, I think people should check out uh for me, one of the things, I, it's kind of a classic, I finally got around to watching this past year, um, was Heavyweights. Uh, I had not seen you that. You had never seen Heavyweights? I had never seen Heavyweights. It's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's very fun. Um, yeah. I, it's, it's kind of in the same vein as like a blank check, which I had seen, but it seems a, but it's a little less uh, <laughs> absurd. Um, it's still very <laughs> absurd. But Blank Check has like kind of no, it's not very grounded. Um, and there does not really much of a narrative progression there, which is surprising because Blank Check was written by the same person that wrote Save the Cat. But that's for another podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. Another show that I discovered that I think, you know, I think everyone's looking for shows, I think, this year because it's like I need more than just an hour and a half because I've got so much time to fill. Um, a show that yeah. I finally, dis- <laughs> another show I finally discovered this year was uh, Gravity Falls, which is on disney plus um it's super fun it's set up in the pacific northwest um where cryptids are real uh basically like bigfoot and fairies and gnomes and this kind of stuff and it's a couple of kids who live with their um weird uncle uh and um and he owns a cryptid museum and so they're like you know running into these types of things in the forest and it's very silly and funny and it's a you know, it's a, it's a smart show, and the and the theme song uh, is a banger. So I suggest it's, checking it out. It is a good theme song. And then I would be remiss to not also say I've been watching a lot of Mandalorian. So, oh, I was gonna say Mando, especially this season for me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I like shook and cried and screamed in the finale. Um, and then the uh, the Imagineering story, I it's fulfilling me. Disney theme park wise. Look, that's good. I have not well, watched okay, it not yet. Well, okay, not full, like not fully, but you know, it's doing the job. Yeah, I, I guess I haven't, I haven't watched. I think I've watched the first couple episodes, maybe of it, and it seems really good, but I just haven't kind of finished it. Um, I think it would be good for me now that I know a little bit more about 
what who the Imagineers are to go back and watch some of that. I think I'd probably have a different appreciation for it. Oh, yeah, I think you would, especially because we've talked, you know, even if you go back to the earlier ones um, and see some of the earlier things that we've talked about, I think you'd really enjoy it. I think that this that. podcast would pairs well with Imagineering Story. You're going to get some of the same information, but different takes um, and, you know, one's coming from Disney, one's coming from appreciation. So I think that's a good pairing. Yeah, I'd say so too. So it wouldn't be a year in retrospect or a year in review without thinking about what is coming next. Um, in lieu of doing New Year's resolutions that we might break in, you know, in, in two to three weeks. Uh, <laughs> what what do we have planned? What are you excited about for 2021? Just in general. relation. It can oh. be Slice of Disney related. It can be uh, Kelly Washington related. Uh, Kelly Washington related, uh, you know, to get back to work. Um, <laughs> but without getting too much into like work stuff, um, you know, I'm really excited for us to interview more people. We have some really unique and fun and cool people that we're excited to interview. I'm excited, um, for us to make a Patreon and offer a lot of special little things that um, are harder when we're just doing this audio medium. You know, we're hoping to do some video um, special episodes, um, ones that might not just be about Disney even. Um, and excited to offer just a personal little touch, a little more fun things to play with. Sure. I think uh, one thing I'm trying to encourage you to do is a uh, Kelly's guided tour of Disney. Not that you're going to go on it, but here's like the things that you got at day one. How long are you going to be at this park? This is what you should be doing for anybody that hasn't been before um, to kind of maximize your time. Since you're so oh, efficient yeah. in those parks, uh, I'd be lost if I went without without having <laughs> a guide there. Um, so I think that'd be helpful. Yeah. Being your personal Tinkerbell. And, you know, another goal that we have dependent not on us Um is once the parks open up, being able to do episodes there. Yeah, that'd be really cool too. And being able to do things where, you know, um, listeners and us can, we can go do Disney things, you know. Um, and I'm going to, 2021, once we're vaccinated, Will's going to Disney World. I'm not going to Disney World in 2021. That's my New Year's resolution. It's Okay, happen. that's fine. <laughs> uh, another one that's not dependent upon you. I, I'm I I will concede Disneyland in 2021. <laughs> I'm not conceding Disney World. Uh, what about you? I mean, I think you kind of stole the uh, the podcast thunder on that stuff. So obviously, yeah, looking forward to doing more stuff. I think doing some like live shows would be fun, or like live remotes where we can have like kind of people get together and and uh, again, obviously, once the vaccine is out and everything is safe, um, doing that kind of live interactive stuff would be really fun. And just, you know, kind of continue to grow the community in the show. So, oh, uh, and uh, specifically 2021, look out for some merch. Ooh, yeah, merch. I think that there is a lot to look forward in the new year. Um, I Not just for the podcast, but for everyone and everything. Um, I know it's not like as soon as... January 1st, 2021 hits, it's everything's going to be perfect, but it's a good thought that we're headed in the right, you know, we're headed in a new direction. Uh, no, I think that's important to remember. It's not that we're, it's not 
that on Friday, all of a sudden, everything magically becomes better. Uh, we're still getting out of it, but I think we all kind of know. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and um, and we're excited. We so as long as we're not as long as we're not not on Maelstrom, and all of a sudden start going backwards, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> we're we're gonna keep moving forward. That is the goal. Um, you know what? Do you know what this moment makes me want to do? What's that? Watch the Wishes fireworks show at Magic Kingdom. What if I did that after we hang up? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would not be surprised. Um, do you do you do that? Do you watch those sometimes? Sometimes I. I I would say more so. I'll find myself listening to it and and using you know my memories and my imagination. Um, because for me, like the Wishes Fireworks Show in particular, it just gives me this feeling. It's like trying to recreate um, this moment of like, wow, like everything's going to be okay. <laughs> well, that's a good feeling to have heading into uh, 2021. Yeah. Um, make sure that for the new year, you're safe, Will. Oh, I will be. I have uh, zero plans. You hanging out with than, your mom? Uh, Hanging out with mom. Oh, yeah. I am hanging out just with the fam in a different location, but just with fam. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) I've been to a a grocery store once. That was my big, big holiday (laughs) outing. (laughs) I'm looking forward to in 2021 potentially taking a vacation that doesn't consist of going to a new place to stay inside and look at my phone. I know. It's <laughs> right. We'll see. Might not happen, but that's the plan. That's the goal. Uh, well, we have nothing but uh, gratitude for you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us and allowing this to continue to grow. Um, we, we love when you message us. We love hearing from you. So please continue to do so. Um, even if it's just a hey, uh, we love it all. I hope that you've had a wonderful holiday season filled with all of the magic, all of the happy feelings you can have. Um, And I hope you have a very happy new year. Yes. And if you do want to reach out or if you'd like a a happy new year's from us, you can do that uh, through our social media channels. Um, You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Slice of Disney. Find us on Twitter at slice underscore of underscore Disney. You can email us at sliceofdisneypod at gmail.com. Uh, and make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, that's that's what I want for uh, the holidays and <laughs> for, for the, the new, new year. <laughs> yes, that, <laughs> that is my um, New Year's wish is for everyone to uh, rate, review, subscribe, and ask your loved ones to do the same because it helps us a lot. <laughs> it does. Well, we love you all, and we're so grateful and thankful for you. You are amazing. You uh, continue to make us so happy, and I don't want this podcast to end because then we won't be together again until the new year. But you guys are the best, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye.